Hello, world, and welcome to the Wandering, Downing, Wonderful Faith podcast with me, Brad the Pastor. And it's been a little while, so I'll start this off with confession. I failed. That may sound like a bit of a downer way to start things, but actually, it's a profound thing for me to be able to say and kind of a helpful and positive thing. Because not too long ago, I would not be able to make the distinction of, I failed. Me and my brain and its quirks and my mental health issues, I would go right to, I'm a failure. That obviously, in the world of podcasting, consistency is kind of mandatory, and I sort of promised that before. But due to traveling and some other things, it didn't happen. You know, I kind of thought after sharing what I shared the last time, you know, I felt an excitement and a relief, like, oh, I can talk about anything now. I mean, nothing's off limits. I got more raw and deep than I expected to. About the time that excitement started wearing off, I kind of went away and got into other things, and here we are. So I can thankfully and joyfully say, I messed up. I didn't hit the mark. That doesn't mean I'm a failure or I'm messed up or that I'm less than, just life happened. So I can do that thanks to something I was introduced to through therapy called cognitive behavioral therapy. See, I know now that me, when I'm not taking care of myself, I over-identify with my thoughts and feelings about me. Hence, like with this, I would realize I messed up and I would automatically associate my identity and value with failing. But it's an interesting practice if you've never come across before that through this form of therapy, It's not about ignoring or pushing aside your thoughts, and it's, again, not about over-associating with them. It's ultimately about listening to them and trusting yourself and knowing your thoughts and feelings aren't the enemy or a bad thing. It's just some of us need to learn to better listen and understand ourselves, which I can do fairly well most of the time. But in dwelling on some of the things I've well, learned about myself and about how to approach myself with therapy this way. I actually did, it did connect for me with something I learned and heard about at this conference I was at last week. It was actually about financial leadership and a lot of things relating to money. But this one presenter who was a pastor and taught pastoral theology, he was talking about a theology of money and he used a passage from the Gospel of Mark that really stuck with me, and I found his views on it quite profound in a lot of ways. That he was starting to talk about a passage from the Gospel of Mark, when Jesus and the disciples get in this boat, and, you know, they set out onto the water, and the disciples realize they forgot to pack food. They only had one loaf of bread. And they reacted how probably any of us would if we left unprepared, There was some panic and worry and anxiety. Oh, what are we going to do? How are we going to get by? This is all we have. And this speaker, his name's Phil Jameson. He made the point of, you know, not too long ago, the disciples just saw Jesus take a little bit of food and multiply it enough to feed an untold number of people. And what do you know? The next crisis situation that comes out, the disciples manage to forget that. Forget that they have Jesus in the boat with them, and 
they look at the situation out of a sense of scarcity, not the abundance that we can have of, you know, having Jesus with us. So if you look at it and, you know, depending on your views on God, Jesus, the Bible, that core notion of looking at things from either a place of scarcity or abundance, it hit me hard. It spoke to me a lot of ways, money, (laughs) kind of obviously. But also, again, going back to cognitive behavioral therapy and how I can look at myself if I'm not careful, I realize this idea of scarcity and abundance can run deep. That if you're anything like me, you may struggle with looking at yourself as less than or not this enough. Or you may have guilt or hold on to your failures, things you didn't say or do or things you said or did wrong. So it's important for all of us to look at ourselves and the world with abundance. And that can be hard to do. We have struggles. We have trials. Well, there is always hope. There is potential that there is something more in all of us. But sometimes it just comes down to persistence. But I learned that lesson of of all places from John Cena. I'm no wrestling guy or fan, but I happened to listen to an interview with him. And he talked about how for his whole life he was never really the all-star, all that exemplary at anything in terms of school or even athletics and He says even with wrestling that he sees his greatest quality as persistence, as sticking with it, as sticking through. And you can apply that to the disciples in this story also. That if you go through the Gospels, you know, things aren't how we probably heard it in Sunday school. If you're anything like me, you kind of had those paintings of them looking, you know, like gods themselves. He has these people to be, you know, awed and revered. But if you actually look and read the stories, it's great. So many times the disciples were so thick-headed or not quick to the uptake, or they reacted just like how any of us would. And it's a wonderful image, again, depending where you stand with Christianity and religion, but to think this massive global worldwide movement that has endured civilizations and so much for thousands of years, it wasn't founded on the best of anybody. You know, the apostles weren't scholars, weren't the top of society. They were viewed as the less than. They were the average. They were laborers. They were fishermen. And it's an incredible thing just to think about, again, as we take the story for what it is, God chose them, not the richest, not the brightest, not the expected, to found this movement that exists today, to continue this story that lives on in a lot of people today. And we don't read about, you know, them all of a sudden being blessed with huge intellects or physical strength. They could, you know, do extraordinary things through the Holy Spirit. And they were given this gift of preaching and talking. But all they shared was, you know, their stories, what they had seen, what they had heard, and what they believed. So it's a wonderful and comforting thing for all of us if you think you need to be perfect or you need to have it all right to make an impact to do profound things ultimately we don't sometimes it takes persistence sometimes it takes pushing through 
Because I realized in looking at myself, and especially, you know, based on what I shared in the last episode, I've come to realize how easy and comforting it is to kind of just roll over and give up at its extreme, just to roll over and die and say heck on it all. Well, in a lot of ways, we can do that too, that it's easier just to say, that's it. I screwed up, I failed, and call it, instead of pushing through and rising above and overcoming. But that, if nothing else, is within all of our grasps, with all of our means. So I encourage you, if you do feel like you struggle with feeling like enough, if you too often have those voices telling you that you're less than, you don't measure up, I encourage you to seek out that whatever may be that's greater than yourself, be it a church, be it God in some shape or form, spirituality, or even just an idea, a cause, a community that's greater than yourself, that that gift, that identity and blessing is available to all of us to not bear the world on our shoulders, think we have to do and manage it all, that there's a person, there's a people out there for all of us. And it often is a community based on the regular folk, the messed up, the struggling, the striving, but pushing for something greater in and for each of us and for the world. Because again, if you take the story of the Bible and of Christianity as it is, that's what it's spent most of its life as. The underdogs, the less than, striving to survive, striving to push the good in the world farther, the good they saw in God, more into our reality today. And we can do all that, sometimes despite what life has thrown at us, sometimes despite what we ourselves think of ourselves, what we'd want to do. So it's a truth I hold on to, and I hope this week it's helpful for you also to know that there is a way and a means and a people there for us. And although it may be hard to ask for help, our society doesn't really look too fondly upon weakness. It's really us all fooling ourselves. So we can't get through this world, this life on our own. And thankfully, we don't have to. So I hope this was a helpful message for you today. If it was, subscribe, rate, leave comments. If you think it'll be helpful to somebody else, pass it along and For the business of this, now that I realize this is building a habit as much as anything else, get ready to get a little something from me three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and we'll keep building, we'll keep going, see how things go from there, but I don't mind kind of talking into a microphone into the faceless world for a while, but I love to help you out if you have problems, if you have questions about anything relating to any of this. Email me, reach out on social media. We'll go from there. I do hope you have a hopeful and wonderful week. Talk to you later. Bye.